and welcome to Myth Monsters. My name's Erin and I'll be your host for these little snack bite-sized podcasts on folklore and mythical monsters from around the world. These podcasts focus on the actual cryptids, folklore and mythic monsters from global mythology rather than focusing on the full stories of heroes and their big adventures. I'll also be dropping in some references that they have to recent culture where you can see these represented in modern day content so that you can learn more and get as obsessed as I am about these absolute legends of the mythological world. Happy February! I'm off work for two weeks, so I've actually been able to sit down and relax and really put my all into the podcast this week, alongside listening to the Tick Tick Boom soundtrack, completely on repeat, but we don't need to go into that, I am a musical theatre nerd. Just before we get started, I really just want to say a massive thank you. Today, we have actually hit 10,000 downloads, which is absolutely unbelievable. Thank you so much for listening. I can't tell you how much that means to me. It's such a huge number. Actually, my provider Buzzsprout stops counting after this point. So it's such an amazing achievement and I just can't thank you enough for listening and getting involved. I love each and every one of you so much. I've also been so excited for this week. It's literally one of my favourite monsters of all time and one that's been in my life as a Brit for a very, very long time. Yes, folks, we're talking about Nessie this week. Nessie, or more formally, the Loch Ness Monster, is probably, other than Bigfoot, the most famous cryptid of all time. It's definitely our biggest one over here in the UK. The Loch Ness Monster is a Scottish cryptid living in Loch Ness near Inverness in the Highlands, which is the UK's largest amount of freshwater by volume, which is a cool fact, but I'll get more onto these little facts about Loch Ness later. It's a very cool little, little loch. The Loch Ness Monster is described as many things, but the most popular is that of a dinosaur-looking creature with a long neck, either flippers or stubby little legs, humps on its back with a horse-like or turtle-like head. It's not said how big Nessie is, but it's believed that she's between 15 and 30 foot, which is pretty big, around the same starting size as an adult great white shark. You'll notice I did call Nessie a she. It's generally said that Nessie is a she, but nothing notable to say she is, is actually recorded. It's the way it's always been. I guess Nessie is also more of a feminine name as well. Now, we're just going to cover some quick notes about Loch Ness itself, because that's kind of important, it's relevant. Although Loch Lomond is technically the biggest in size, it doesn't contain as much water as Loch Ness, if that makes sense. The loch is 124.10 fathoms deep, or on average, 433 foot deep in normal terms. And it's 23 miles long, so you can actually run a marathon around Loch Ness, and actually, some people do. There is a Loch Ness marathon, which I fully intend to do in a couple of years' time. It's one of the most famous lakes in the world, and is a massive tourist attraction because of Nessie to this day. Now, as always, I probably don't need to tell you, but cryptids are always quite tricky to describe, as there's usually very little evidence of them actually existing. Therefore, my usual little segment on what they eat and what they do isn't really doable for this monster. However, it is believed that Nessie is a vegetarian or perhaps a pescatarian, most likely feeding on the massive amount of eels or sea life in the loch or the mass amounts of greenery under the water's surface. As she has been spotted a couple of times, it's believed that she does need to come up for air. Otherwise, There just wouldn't be any pictures of her because she would have no need to come up to the surface. So it is believed that she is some type of mammalian creature rather than a fish, although this was the first instinct from fishermen. 
Now, on to etymology. The obvious here is that she's named after the loch she lives in, but originally she was just named monster fish or sea serpent very generically. Later on, they decided to stick with the Loch Ness Monster, but since the 1940s, people have very affectionately called her Nessie. I am one of those people. I've never really referred to her as the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> Fun fact with this one is that the Scottish Gaelic for Loch Ness is Loch Ness, so Nessie is Niseg. I wish I could find somewhere to properly learn the pronunciations for these, but unfortunately it is nowhere on the internet. So if anyone knows how to properly pronounce those words, it would be much appreciated if you could send me a little voice note of how it sounds. I would love that, please. Now, I mentioned earlier that it was affectionately nicknamed in the 1940s, but actually Nessie has been around for much longer than this. The first ever actual sighting of her was reported back in 565 AD, when an Irish monk buried a man who was reportedly attacked by a sea monster in the loch. Apparently, the monk who was sent Columba went in after the creature and made signs of the cross asking it to leave them alone, and the creature very much did as it was told. From then, it's a while till Nessie was spotted again. This time, it was the 1870s when two sightings were made, being compared to a very large salamander approaching the shore, and another one was they were swimming very fast and looked like an overturned boat. But the most popular and serious mentions of Nessie were in the 1930s, when the myth really started to take off. There are two really of note here. One is the report of Audie McKay from 1933, who famously wrote into the Inverness Courier newspaper about the beast. I've actually got an extract here of what she said. The creature disported itself, rolling and plunging for fully a minute, its body resembling that of a whale, and the water cascading and churning like a simmering cauldron. Soon, however, it disappeared in a boiling mass of foam. Both onlookers confessed that there was something uncanny about the whole thing, for they realised here was no ordinary denizen of the depths, because apart from its enormous size, the beast, in taking the final plunge, sent out waves that were big enough to have been caused by a passing steamer. Aldi and her husband had been driving past the lock and saw the monster apparently frolicking about in the water, which is kind of sweet. Although I can tell you that she was interviewed again in the 1980s to follow this up, and she said that the rumours about a monster in Loch Ness were prevalent before she saw anything, so it might have aided her sighting a little bit there. The other super big sighting in the 1930s was that of the surgeon's photograph. This is probably the most famous image of Nessie to exist to this day, and it was taken by a gynaecologist in 1934. This has been considered the best evidence of Nessie's existence for the last 60 years, which is just insane, and the image that most people know of Nessie. However, most people also believe that the image was a hoax, which is a shame, and it was revealed in a book written in 1999 that it was actually a toy submarine bought from Woolworths, which if you're older than 25 living in the UK right now, you'll remember Woolworths. And if you're Australian, hey, you've still got them. Lucky you. Anyway, it was a real shame. Turns out it was put together by a disgruntled employee of the paper, the Daily Mail, who wanted to get revenge on them for dismissing his Nessie tracks that he had apparently discovered. Either way, the picture remains a relic to Nessie truthers out there, but it was officially disproved by 1994. There have been countless sightings from then up until now, actually, and the most being reported during the 2010s. However, there is also a website called lochnesssightings.com that keeps a record of all of the sightings. 
They got 10 recorded in 2021 alone, which was mostly a COVID-affected travel year, so these were all Scots. They also keep a webcam posted over Loch Ness at all times. I sat and watched it for a good half an hour the other day, and I'll pop the link after this on the Twitter, because it is just such a good watch. There are also sheep that have names, I will just say that. Also, if you fancy a trip to Loch Ness, you can get a cruise around it, specifically monster hunting, which is really fun. Honestly, next time I'm up there, I'll be doing just that and I might live stream it or something for everyone, but I love Scotland. Anyway, there are a few examples of what Nessie could actually be. The most famous of that is a pleosaur, which is an extinct sea dinosaur that lived during the Ice Age. However, we know that Loch Ness has only been around for the last 2,000 years, and before that it was completely frozen solid. So this one looks a bit odd, but it does make the most sense when you compare pictures or descriptions of the monster. It does sound like a sea monster or a dinosaur, which realistically what sea monsters are, I suppose. Another really good one is that of either a giant eel, a catfish or a giant leech. Loch Ness is famous for being chock full of eels. Like, there are so many eels in Loch Ness, it's not even funny. They have the same kind of body shape as Nessie and they can swim very fast, disappearing into the black depths below. The catfish idea is fun and catfish can get to big boy lengths, especially the ones that live in the loch, such as the Wells catfish, which can grow up to 10 foot. Imagine that for your dinner. Lovely catfish goujons. The leech idea comes from the same belief as the eels, although there aren't nearly as many leeches in Loch Ness as we think. In fact, leeches do tend to favour very shallow water, such as rivers rather than lakes, especially ones as big as Loch Ness. They also tend to stick to warmer climates, and honestly, we have loads of leeches in the UK, but they do generally tend to be further south than the highlands of Scotland. Another thought is that this myth started to come about the same time that the legendary Kelpies of Scottish mythology were around. If you remember, these horses would drown their victims with a sticky tar-like mane, which you can find out more about in the third episode of the podcast, if you can believe it. Nessie was once believed to have a mane, so maybe Nessie is a Kelpie. Who knows? I'm pretty sure I said I didn't believe Kelpies existed, though, so maybe maybe that's not the best shout. Now, you will probably think that the last mention was my favourite, because I love mythology and Kelpies are my favourite, but no, my love for sharks actually far precedes my love for deadly water horses, I'm afraid. It's believed that maybe the sightings of Nessie could be a Greenland shark. These freshwater sharks are known to live for hundreds of years in deep, dark water around Scandinavia, completely blind due to a very invasive species-specific parasite that lives in their eyes. These sharks can be up to 25 foot in length, but are mostly deep water fish, and they are hideously ugly, so it does make sense. And there are no known reports of these attacking humans before you get too worried. However, the possibility of one of these wandering into Loch Ness is pretty low, but not as low as an actual dinosaur still living in the loch from before it was thawed out in the Stone Age. Lastly, I will say that they did do a DNA survey of Loch Ness back in 2018, and unfortunately they found nothing peculiar. The thing they did find most of, of course, was eel DNA, although they did get some seal and otter DNA in there too, but it kind of rules out the possibility of something else in there. That we've actually discovered, of course. Okay, let's get on to cultural significance before I go too wild with my ghost impression. To start off, we have art. 
which is always a bit tricky with cryptids, as I've said a million times before, but as the only proof of Nessies in photos and independent art, that's where I'm going to point you this week. Have a look at the surgeon's photograph, which is obviously the most famous image, and there's a really great statue outside of the Nessie Museum in Loch Ness of her. So if you're into slightly scary statues, have a look at that one. Otherwise, there have been countless CGI and art impressions of her made for years. Go and have a look at how different they all are. They are just truly brilliant. For movies, this is fun. I really recommend that you check most of these out. There's Beneath Loch Ness, Beyond Loch Ness, The Water Horse, Scooby-Doo and the Loch Ness Monster, Loch Ness, The Loch Ness Horror, The Librarian, Incident at Loch Ness, Amazon Women on the Moon and Monsters Inc. Also, I'm just going to shout out one last mention and it's going to be Twilight Breaking Dawn and that's because they name their daughter Renesme, and then one of them nicknames it Nessie and she's like, you named my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? And it's still one of my famous quotes of all time. It's one of my faves. On TV, there are absolutely loads. I think this is my most chock-full version I've ever done. We've got Prime Evil, Conspiracy the Missing Evidence, Phineas and Ferb, The Simpsons, Zhaolin Showdown, Count Duckula, South Park, Doug, Gargoyles, The Family Ness, Inspector Gadget, Popeye and Son, SpongeBob SquarePants, Ah, Real Monsters, Fairly Odd Parents, Doctor Who, Mystery Hunters, X-Files, The Lost Tapes, River Monsters, and they were even in Bewitched. And there's also quite a few for video games, such as Club Penguin, Shadow of Colossus, World of Warcraft, Zoo Tycoon, Pokemon, Ace Attorney, Psychonauts, Earthbound, Monster Rancher, The Sims, Super Mario Bros, Mass Effect 3, The Dark Side Detectives, Loch Ness, Endless Ocean, and Subnautica. The last one isn't technically Loch Ness, but it's a sea monster, so I'm just going to run with that. Now, my book recommendation this week are in two parts because there are so many amazing kids' books about Nessie and I really wanted to do a separate part for two kids' books recommendations as well as my adult ones. So for my adult listeners, you can have a look at the really awesome book from 1999, which is Nessie, The Surgeon's Photograph Exposed by David Martin, which is all about the hoax surrounding the infamous photo. The other is called The Monsters of Loch Ness, The History and the Mystery, by Malcolm Robinson, which again is brilliant and actually contains about all of the monsters aside from Nessie who live in Loch Ness. All mythology, but you've also got a bit of like what actually exists in there. Now for my parents or little listeners, depending on what age you are, for the little ones, have a look at the gorgeous Nessie the Loch Ness Monster by Richard Brassy. The illustrations in this book are so beautiful and vibrant, kids will love it. For older kids, have a look at The Loch Ness Monster Behind the Legend by another Erin, Erin Peabody. This one really goes into the facts and all of the sightings, so it's really fun for older kids getting into mythology. I really wish these books existed when I was a child, rather than reading the hideous trials of Hercules at nine years old. Now it's time for Do I Think They Existed? (sighs) I really, really want this one to be true. I really do. I think it's really important for us here in the UK to love a monster as much as we love Nessie. And actually, I think it really brings us together with the Scots, which is historically an issue. It also generates amazing tourist revenue for the area and keeps it clean and funded for generations to come. 
it actually generates over £60,000 a year to the Scottish tourist industry. So I'm fully behind this myth staying in place just for that. Would I swim in it? Absolutely not. And if I swore in this podcast, I would have put a big F-bomb in the middle of them too. The idea of eels swimming around my ankles, no thank you. But also, again, it's that idea that the crushing pressure of the deepest parts of this lock is too much for our modern cameras to look into. So who knows what's lurking at the bottom there? It could be the Kraken for all I know. And to be honest, I'd rather not know. Following that DNA study too, we don't know what Nessie is. So maybe her DNA didn't come up as we don't know what she is. I really do hope she is there. I think it's a really lovely and inoffensive folklore tale that really brings the people of the UK together. However, I do realistically think this is probably a case of misidentification and I think probably the most likely suspect is either a very big eel, potentially a shark. Dolphins are out of the question as they're saltwater. So I guess we just have to keep having a look. Keep an eye on the webcam, go up there, Maybe you'll be the next sighting, who knows? But what a fantastic monster to cover this week. Honestly, I've been so looking forward to this one. My mum is actually moving to the Scottish Highlands very soon and I'm so excited to be able to spend some more time hunting the locks up there for Nessie as well as enjoying the beautiful mountainous landscapes of Northern Scotland. Now next week we are doing something a little bit special because it's love day. Yes, Valentine's is coming up and if you're like me and don't really celebrate it or maybe you've forgotten and I've just reminded you, then tune in to us on Thursday for a Valentine's special on the seductive succubus from religious mythology. Come be tempted into listening next week. For now, thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating on the service you are listening on. I've got the Twitter for any questions or suggestions on what monsters to cover next. And I'd really love to hear from you. The social media handles for TikTok, YouTube and Instagram are Myth Monsters Podcast and Twitter is Myth Monsters Pod. But all of our content can always be found at mythmonsters.co.uk and you can also find us on Good Pods and Patreon if you want to help me fund the podcast. But come join the fun, share this with your pals. They might love me as much as you do. But for now, stay spooky. And I'll see you later, babes. Bye.